0: All right, we are live. Good morning. Happy Friday to all the good listeners of Malaga Drive Hoops Betting Podcast. I am your host, Caleb. Joined with me, as always, is my partner, Nick Sargent. I apologize. Yesterday we had some technical difficulties and the day before we had some technical difficulties. But we are back today to break down a large nine-game Friday slate. I know a lot of people... uh, I personally, I, I like weekday betting more. It almost like gets me to the weekend, and then the weekend I have enough stuff going on. But like I know a lot of people are, are big bettors. The weekend comes, you get your paycheck, and you're ready to go. So we're going to do our best to get you lined up and locked in on today. Um, just a quick recap. I didn't play anything yesterday. The day before, I had Thunder minus 2.5, blew a fourth-quarter league, and then I had the Kings plus 8.5. Uh, One outright. So I'm sitting at, uh, let me just pull it up here. Uh, 30 and 23? 30 and 25? I think uh, our Ls are in the 30s, but our wins are in the 40. 40 and 33. Yeah, same idea. 40 and 33. Uh Um, And I will say, like, this has been my busiest week in a while. I've had three – or I have my third game today. Um, And generally, there's a JV game at, like, four, and then my game is not till like, six. So basically four to like damn near 7.30, I'm out. So it, uh, it's not, I, and I come back home and in, before I go to bed, I, I'm watching, you know, recaps. I'm watching a ton, but it's not the same as watching it live. So uh, all that to say, I haven't watched a ton of live basketball lately. I usually watch the last game of the night and then go back through. So I'm going to just continue to, again, very, very long season. I don't even know if we're a quarter of the way through. We might be a quarter of the way through. Not good at math. Um, but it's a, it's a very, it's a long game. So I, I'm going to continue. I'm not saying I'm not playing anything today, but just keep that in mind. I am, uh, you know, there's times in the year where you're more locked in on what's happening than others. Um, that being said, Sarge, you've been watching basketball. Sarge, you've been dealing with a little sickness. So I assume you've just been chilling. I didn't watch
1: basketball yesterday. Um, I actually had to go to dinner and went over.
0: Well, I had dinner with some family
1: and <clears throat> ate some, some yumminess and watched some football. Didn't watch any – I think yesterday, honestly, it yeah. was the first day I didn't turn on a single game. Like, yesterday
0: was a bad basketball day, though. Like, just not a ton of great matchups. Injuries left and right. So, I get it. I get it. Yesterday was not a day that I was too concerned with any game. Um,
1: yeah, and there wasn't really, like, a game that was super interesting to me. Like, I wasn't like, oh, I really want to watch
0: this game. So, it kind of was a slate that just, you know, flew right over my head. For sure, for sure. Well, we got a full nine-game slate today and uh, a lot of interesting games. So let's jump into the first one of the day. We got the Miami Heat visiting the Indiana Pacers. Miami, a really hot start, but have just, you know, sneakily dealt with a ton, a ton of injuries. They're going to be missing their two best players today, Um, Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. Bam Adebayo is going to be out for a while. Jimmy Butler, I assume, gets back in here pretty soon, but he's going to be out the next two games at the very least. Heat catching five going into Indiana. This is a very interesting game because uh, the Heat have not played well since uh, Jimmy Butler and Bam have gone down. Um, You know, again, like I said, they started off really, really hot, and now you look up and they're 13-9, and which is really not all that great. They have now racked up uh, some losses. They get blown out by Cleveland and blown out by Denver and back-to-back games at home, again, without Jimmy Butler and Bam. But they're going to be without them today. Um, You go to the Pacers. Another team that's just been really disappointing for me. I like the pieces that they have. Uh, it just doesn't seem like Rick Carlisle has been able to get the most out of this group consistently, right? Like there's some days where at home they really show up, and they've had a couple road games where they show up. But it just hasn't been consistent enough. Um, going back to their last couple of games, they had a nice outright monster win at home against Toronto, and they come back, lay an egg against Milwaukee, lose by 18. They played hard um and competitive and a tough loss against minnesota where they did cover um and then they come back and lose to the hawks at home so it's a very up and down team um it's really hard for me here because i think um the heat are a good example of like you want to buy low but you also want to make sure like there are you don't you're not overlooking some problems and the heat in back-to-back games have gotten blown out by the Nuggets who before that had lost eight I know they got Jokic back um and and the Cavs both are good teams but you know like you'd want to have seen a little bit more and and so you're at a point now where I don't think Kyle Lowry and Tyler Hero are enough and you look around and it's like we, we they don't really have too much going on there right now um I know it's a great culture next man up but I don't know. I think I'd lean Pacers here today. They're off a loss. They're at home. Everyone's back. Right. And uh, they should be fired up and ready to go. And, you know, you see again, a lot of times when a team's in a tailspin, you want to eventually back them because you know, it's a matter of time before they turn it around. I just don't know if today's the spot five is still relatively small. And this, this game could be tied going into the fourth and the Pacers pull away late. I think I like the Pacers here. I'm not sure if I'm playing it though. Uh, What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I definitely lean Pacers in this game too. It's, it's, it's tough because you don't want to overreact to the last game because it was so bad. Um, it really was really bad uh, yeah. at home um, in a great spot, but you're missing Jimmy Butler and Bam out of bio in that game. I was looking at Popcorn Machine to just get a, a minute's breakdown of who these guys um, are playing, and it's it's Caleb Martin, Gabe Vincent, Max Strews, Casey Aukpala, like Dwayne Dedman pj tucker like these guys aren't it's it's basically it's tyler hero it's a a little bit of a rusty kyle lowry against you know a a well-oiled machine to this point in, in the indiana pacers like they are they have been inconsistent but they have played together for so long they're just it screams like a get right spot at home for indiana um against a banged up miami team they're fairly healthy. I think they're going to miss TJ McConnell with that wrist injury and Justin Holiday might be out, but they have a lot of role players that can step in. So I, I like Indiana in a game um, that they
0: should win and they should win handily here at home. Yep. I'm with you. Let's get to the next game. The Cleveland Cavs against the Washington Wizards. Cleveland Cavs, man, what they have been an absolute against the spread juggernaut this year. Uh, I think a lot of people would think it's the Warriors. Warriors 15, 5 and 1 against the spread. Cleveland 15-5-2 and two against the spread. 15-5-2, and two, that's some serious – they have beat the books all year long. The books have just gotten the Cleveland Cavaliers wrong. And I still think it's early in and enough in the season that, you know, I think we're going to still continue to see some value. Books continue to rate the Cavs as a decent team. Um, but really, in order to beat this Cavs team, you got to shoot the shit out of it. And it might happen tonight. Um, but this is uh, – if you go back, this is actually a revenge spot for the Cavs they lost at home to the Wizards in a game that they really should have won. They were winning that full game. Uh, Kuz hit a late three. They went on a late run, like literally two and a half, three minutes left to, to win that game in Cleveland. Cleveland will remember that. But again, the spread is somewhat in line with that. Uh, they, the, the books actually have this as a pickem between these two. Look, I know Cleveland's not the sexiest team, but when Evan Mobley is playing, you have Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, Darius Garland. Laurie, Ricky Ruby, like this is a good basketball team at this point. We have 22 or so games of data. Like this is a good basketball team. I think the line is just about right. I might lean slightly the Cavs here because, again, I think they're a little bit more consistent than the Wizards. I I really do want to – on a game-to-game basis, I I think they're a little bit more consistent. Uh, But I think I'm going to stay away. But I I do like Cleveland here today. Again, 15-5 and against the spread – Really, anytime they're a dog, I'll be interested in them. I don't know if I'm gonna play it today because again, we're gonna play what we really love. Um, but I do lean Cavs here today. I could see it going both ways, though.
1: Yeah, Evan Mobley being back is is obviously huge, and it's tough because it, it, rookies. It's really hard for them to have an impact. But Cleveland's 11 and six with Evan Mobley on the floor, and one and four when he doesn't play. So the dude obviously has a huge impact. That being said, I think it's a little bit too short of a, of a spread for me to really want to, like, I think the Cavs on a neutral court should be a half a point favorite, maybe. So if anything, you're getting a, you know, a half a point of value here on the Cavs, but I don't think it's enough. Washington's at home. Just makes me want to stay away in this
0: game. Yep. I, I, I feel you. All right. Next game wizard or sorry, Sixers and Hawks Hawks grabbing two at home. Another really interesting line. Again, My favorite games to bet are these short spreads where you just have to grab the winner. Um, But this is tough, man. You go to Philly, Joel Embiid, the big fellow, has been back for three games. Double OT or single OT loss to the – or it might have been double, honestly. Yeah, double OT loss to the Timberwolves. Magic beat them by five and then lost to the Celtics by one. Joel Embiid is clearly not in the best of rhythm, but it's going to come. It is Joel Embiid. When he plays he is an absolute monster uh, you know I honestly no one can really stop Joel but I, I don't hate the Clint Capella matchup I talked about it last year um, Hawks are really really good at the home at home I think there's just a ton of um, confound like there's there's so many things that you could look at on both sides um, I think Philly's due to to kind of get in a group people forget like Tobias, first off, Tobias is playing probably today. He went through shooter. I'm forget before Joel went out with COVID. This was a really good team. They were going in, beating the Bulls on the road. Um, and they've obviously, you know, struggled to get back to that. But I think it's coming. And on the other hand, Hawks are really, really good at home, but they're also gonna be without Bogdan, DeAndre Hunter, uh, Cam Reddish is questionable today. And so I could really see this going away. It's going either way. And again, the Sixers lost to this team in the playoffs last year. So, you know, there's a little extra motivation here. Um, I'm going to stay away, um, but I could really see both sides. If I had to pick here, though, I honestly think I go Sixers here today. I do.
1: Yeah, I think I lean Sixers, too. I mean, it's just a the, the Hawks are starting like Timothy Lawu Cabaret. Like, it's, it's completely an odd rotation at this point. Usually, you saw it in the past. They were starting Solomon Hill. I don't know why they necessarily changed what they were doing last year um, because I thought that Solomon Hill was fine in the starting lineup, but I think they like the floor spacing ability of Timothy Lowell Cabrera, just a little younger, can defend a little bit more agile. Um, So just Danilo is getting a ton of minutes now. He's finally getting a bit of a rhythm. DeLon Wright is a nice backup piece. Um, and, And Lou Williams is back in the rotation too. He wasn't even playing at the start of the year. So they're finally getting some guys that, I think you're seeing the depth of the Hawks Hawks at this point with all these injuries, but I agree. I I lean Philly. They're due for a get right spot. And I think this could be it, even though it's in Atlanta, but I don't know. It's still a really, really tough spread for me to bet, man, like two and a half points in favor of Atlanta at home. I can't say that that spread is necessarily off. Like I I think Uh, it's a pretty pretty sharp sharp, line and and it's a slight lean to Philly, but I don't think I can pull the trigger on it.
0: Uh, I'm with you. I mean, there's just so many things, you know, like Philly is due. They really are due. But are the Hawks really going to lose two straight home games at a place that they've, you know, historically under Nate McMillan dominated in? Like, I feel like every national TV Hawks game at home, they just blow them out. But uh, Philly, again, they lost to him last year in the playoffs. They are due in general. Joel is like seven for his last 40. He's going to turn it around. Um, And you saw. Even in, you know, even in a night, you know, two nights ago where Joel shot three of 17, they lose by one to a pretty damn good, decent, at least Celtics team with Jalen Brown and Tatum. So I uh, could see it going both ways. Let's get to the next game. The Minnesota Timberwolves and the Brooklyn Nets. I'm going to ref- refresh just to make sure, but I believe as of now, uh, at the time of speaking, we've got the uh, Timberwolves seven and a half point underdogs heading into Brooklyn. Um Minnesota's really turned up lately. Their defense um, has just been so much better of late. Um, And I think that's been, you know, really the key driver in a lot of their wins. They lost just recently by eight to the Wizards. But before that, beat Indiana in a tough spot at home. First home game, right, after a long road trip. They beat Philly by one in Philly. Um, Tough out of the Hornets. But then, then they beat Miami, New Orleans, Memphis, San Antonio, Kings. Overall, that, that is just to say this Timberwolves team is playing well. On the other end, we know that the Nets are a little bit better. Um, they haven't played since uh, Tuesday, right? So they've had – that's maybe why the line's a little bit uh, where it is. But 2.1 against the Knicks, blown out by the Suns, beat the Celtics, beat the Cavs, beat the Magic. But you look, you know, they beat the Magic by two. They beat the Cavs by five. they beat the, They blew out the Celtics. Um, lost to the Suns. They beat the Knicks by two, right? We haven't been seeing a ton of blowouts here. And you're seeing it, right? Like, it's Kevin Durant, who's very, 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 very good at basketball. But then you're getting 70 80% of James Harden. Uh, Joe Harris is out. And then you're getting a ton of Bruce Brown, DeAndre Bembry, you know, Blake Griffin's fully out of the rotation, Joe Harris. It's just – it's not all there for the the Nets right now. So, I I really do – I lean the Timberwolves pretty heavily, plus seven and a half. I think uh, you probably want to lock this now. I don't know if it's factored in the line. Again, I'm not a bookmaker, but maybe this line is a little bit higher right now because there's still some uncertainty with Cat. But I think he plays. He went through shoot-around. I think he's good to go today. Um, and I think when he's ruled in, maybe, I don't know, maybe it gets down to seven or six where I think it's – I think personally I make this six and a half, you know. So for me, I think seven and a half, eight has some value on it. I think the Timberwolves hang and fight. Who knows, maybe a bounce of the ball, foul game, gets this out of range. But I think, you know, over the course of 48 minutes, I'd much rather have a Timberwolves ticket, you know, where they can lose by seven. Yeah, I agree. And when
1: I was pulling it up, I on DraftKings, it's at seven. Um, So probably something you want to nab at seven and a half um, just because with the ca- town's uncertainty, that line is just going to move in favor of the T wolves. In my opinion, I, I just think I agree closer to lock. You're going to see seven, six and a half, seven. Um, so if you want to grab it, I think you got to grab it now. So I definitely lean Timberwolves minus seven or plus seven and a half as well. I just think it's, it's too big of a number. Um, I'd probably have it at six, six and a half. So yeah, I, I like, I like getting the T wolves plus seven and a half. I, I just think that's a,
0: Pretty straightforward, but honestly, I just think the books are off here. That's where I'm at, too. Um, All right, next game. Very curious to get your thoughts. We got the red-hot Houston Rockets. Who would have thought? The red-hot Houston Rockets hosting the Orlando Magic. The Orlando Magic are going to be without uh, Jalen Suggs. The Houston Rockets going to be without Kevin Porter Jr. I believe DJ Augustine was just ruled out, too. So, uh, curious to see. Maybe Armani Brooks is the starting point guard today. I really. I don't really know who else it would be. Uh, obviously, I don't think you go to Josh Christopher yet. Maybe Jay Sean will take some ball handling. Maybe Eric Gordon will take some ball handling. I didn't watch a ton of that game, but, I mean, just looking at the box score, KPJ only played 13 minutes and then was out. Armani played 29 off the bench. So I think that's probably where they go. Um, I, I like the Rockets. I, I do. Again, they've won four straight uh, ever since they – Committed to one big lineups, they were trying to balance two bigs early on, and it clearly just didn't work. And it not only didn't just not work; it was drastically not working. Um, Orlando has lost, so they close off November with seven straight losses. Um, got a win at home versus Denver, uh, but now they're back on the road, and you you usually see it: they get a win, and then they're good for another three, four bad L's. Um, it's weird. Like th- this line is almost implying that the magic are better. I don't necessarily know what I'm missing. Like, uh, I really think this Houston team, it's not by a ton, but I do think they're better. And I like KPJ, but um, you know, there's still plenty of games where KP he's been a lot better lately, but there's still plenty of games where Kevin Porter Jr. is missing shots, turning it over. And um, you know, I don't know how much I can really give him to a point spread right now, you know, a very talented player. But, um, Uh, am i am i crazy to like the rockets minus two and a half today
1: i like the magic (laughs) oh let's hear it yeah so a couple of my reasons i think they're a better team with Jalen suggs off the floor simply um right now um and you get cole anthony back and he's been huge for them he's been so big um they get mo bamba back off some injury Franz wagner is playing really well um gary harris is actually playing decent Um, and then you go to the, you go to the other side in Houston and it's going to be a bunch of just, I know they won last game in a game. They should, they had no business winning. Really. Um, you had Jay Sean Tate almost going for a triple double. The guy shot like 900% from the field. Um, Christian Wood's going to be playing in this game. Who knows how that ankle is. Kevin Porter, probably not going to suit up. I just think it's time for the Houston's. I think it's time for Houston's run to come to an end. I I don't I don't believe in them as, as a team that's going to keep pulling out these games. I just don't. And I do think Orlando right now is just a slightly better team. So for me, I know they lost a lot of games. A lot of those games were without Cole Anthony. So I just think this 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 spot screams Orlando Magic for me. And I, I'm seeing it at three on DraftKings. So if you can get Orlando plus
0: three, I think for me, um, that's somewhere I, I really like today. Uh, I, you know, you've, you've convinced me. I'm fully going to stay away from this. Um, And you go through this, you're right. I mean, this could be a square. The Rockets could be a very, very square play today. You know, you look, they've won four straight. You know, you think KPJ is not, not really that important. You look and the Magic have lost a ton and you're just, you know, casual betters. Oh, give me the Rockets today. But, yeah, you know, th- this Magic team, I think you're a little higher than most. Um, but they do have a lot of talent, and they play hard. So I could 100% see them going into Houston today um, and kind of sneak attacking this, this Rockets team that, again, you get a young team that start to, starts to win. They, they start to you know drink the Kool-Aid a little too much, and uh, sometimes that can lead to them not being as locked in. So I, I like that look. I'm definitely not going to play the Rockets today. Let's get to the Pelicans and the Mavericks uh pelicans six and a half now it was seven and a half when i woke up and i did honestly like it a little bit kp now ruled out and it's down to six and a half um pelicans uh, like i said uh, another team that is just uh in my eyes a little bit undervalued right now um and i you know i thought about them last game and they got pieced up by 30 to the mavericks now you got them at home and got pieced up by 30. Now you go on the road. And I think it's just, this is almost just a pure, you know, psych psychology, you know, human play. Like you get pieced up by 30 at home. Now you go on the road. One team's feeling pretty good. One team's very, very hungry. You're getting them with six and a half. This is a spot where I definitely like the Pelicans. Again, KP is going to be out. And the Mavericks, it's not like this is some juggernaut, right? You know, there's there's teams like the Suns and the Warriors and the Jazz and, and you know, the Heat when they're healthy where, like, you know they, they're they going to show up. No matter who the opponent is, their professionals are going to show up. This Mavericks team, I can't always say the same, you know. 18-point loss to the Cavs at home. Lost by six on a third game in four nights in a back-to-back, and the Wizards still beat them outright, you know. Um, it, it's a team that usually plays up to the competition and plays down to the competition. Um, And obviously that wasn't the case uh, last game. Um, But I I think I like the Pelicans here at six and a half today. Obviously I would have loved to grab seven, seven and a half instead. Um, But I think KP is definitely worth a point, you know, so I'm fine grabbing six and a half here. I haven't played it yet, uh, but definitely something I'm considering uh, as as the day moves on. Yeah. And
1: I feel like the, the Mavs have just had their... I think this is the third game. I think they've beaten them twice already by like 20. I gotta look. The last game it was what? 139-107, so they won by 22. I'm pretty sure that... Yeah, they played earlier in the year at, in Dallas and the Mavs won 108-92, but that was a, a much different Pelicans team at the time. Um, so yeah, I, I think... I definitely lean Pelicans here. I think they, they keep this one close, especially without KP. Um, but I don't know if I necessarily have the, the balls to play this game, uh, but I do lean Pelicans. I think the most likely outcome for me is the Pelicans holding tight within, you know, five, six points and staying in this game. I just don't know if, if I can
0: bet it. I, I get you. It, you get good, better teams at home in that five to seven range, you know, like it, you can stick with them all game and something happens late. So those are some, those are scary bets.
1: Like if this was seven and a half, eight, I I'd love it. Right. Like I, it's it just really tough. I'm seeing yeah. seven right now. Um, I, What do you think this closes at, though? Like, I think it goes in the Pelicans' favor, don't you think, without KP?
0: Uh, I don't know. I, six and a half, I, I still think the, the majority – again, I'll pull up the bet percentage, but it, it's going to be skewed a little bit because the KP news just broke. But I would say, again, I, I think the, the Mavs are a much more liked team by the public than the Pelicans are. I would damn near say the Pelicans are one of the most disliked team by the public um, for reasons that we've talked about before. Um, again, this was before KP news, but as of now, 81% of the bets on the Dallas Mavericks. Um, I don't know how it's going to react from there. If it gets down to six, that sucks. I, I would honestly hope that maybe it can get back up to seven, um, but who knows? Honestly, that's, that's not a game that I have a great read on in terms of the line movement, um, but it sounds like, Uh, us baby lean pelicans way not something you're super super in love with yeah i wouldn't play this game honestly all right next game the boston celtics and the utah jazz again these are these are tough guys because i I really do think on a day-to-day basis it's important to watch these games to really get a feel for the flow of, of how things are going and i was not able to watch the celtics game against the sixers it looked like an absolute slugfest um and i was able to watch um, Utah's game—they absolutely dominated the Blazers, and they haven't played since Monday, right? So they've had three days off. That can almost make you kind of sluggish to start. Um, but I'm I'm interested here because we've seen a lot of times this year against decent teams, um, the Jazz getting a ton of respect, right? Like they got they've gotten a ton of respect as a double-digit favorite against a lot of these teams. Boston getting eight here today, um, and again Utah coming off three days rest. I think I like the jazz here, but, uh, it's tough. I I don't have a great read on this Boston team. It's really hard for me to, to kind of pin who they are as a team.
1: Yeah. And Jalen Brown's out again too. Like, it's just, I don't know what is going on with Jalen Brown. He gets hurt every game. Uh I don't know if you've noticed this, but every single time he plays in a game, he's getting hurt. I don't even know what it is this time. Um, I don't even think I have a lead in this game. I, I think it's a pretty sharp line, man, at seven and a half. Um, I'm with you, though. I think you just – if you're going to take a side in this game, like let's say you're gun to your head, you're forced to bet it, you have to take Utah Jazz at home. They're just too good at home. We've seen them blow people out um, and make runs at the end of games too often. Uh, but Boston's a good team. Um, they, they are a lot better than they were at the, at the beginning of the year, in my opinion. They have Robert Williams back. They're going to need him against Big Rudy. So um, – I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily bet this game, but I think if you had to, you have to go Jazz, just because it's them at home and
0: you know they. They smack people for nothing. Yeah, five possessions to the Utah Jazz, and they are just—they just absolutely launch threes. If you get them on the wrong day, you're buried real quick. Um, All right, let's get to uh, the one game I have played already. The golden state warriors hosting the phoenix suns they kicked lebron and the lakers off national tv i wonder i wonder once he got ruled back in uh also can we talk about that real quick how in the fuck like how in the fuck does does he get COVID, or maybe he didn't get how was he cleared this quick like it was literally COVID protocols back playing in two days I, i've never seen that i've literally never it's a
1: false positive that. test he, he got tested positive what happened was i think is he got the positive and he started freaking out i don't know if you saw him on twitter he goes something fishy going on or something like he, you know his with his emojis saw, uh, and stuff yeah and then he and then he was saying like i i'm i don't have any symptoms like there's no way i have covid blah blah, blah. Uh, and so the, he's like i'm just gonna keep taking tests so he took two he took a test yesterday and a test today. And I think yesterday he was negative. So, okay.
0: So, yeah, it's just weird. I've never seen someone be in COVID protocols and out that quickly. Um, but I, I, mean, I know it was like
1: LeBron will miss a minimum of like 10 games. And I'm like, oh, here we go again. Yeah, no, 10 days.
0: I thought it was a mandatory thing. But I guess, yeah, if you didn't have it, I don't know. Whatever. We'll get to the Warriors and Suns. Uh, Should be on ESPN. I lost six and a half uh, early this morning. It's down to seven, seven and a half. And what is it on on DK? Seven and a half. Okay, cool. Cool. We got a a point of value here today. I I know you guys are probably like, oh, my God, this this guy just fucking sucks the Warriors off. And I do. I do. I can't lie. But they're 15 and five against the spread. So I don't think you can really blame me. Uh, Haven't lost back to back games against the spread all year. And you go look in that at that game. I only was able to watch the second half live, but I watched that whole game back after. Uh, Dre was terrible offensively. Steph Curry was clearly terrible offensively. Probably the worst game he'll have. Andrew Wiggins was not good at all. Um, and the Warriors are a Draymond Green missed layup away from it being a one point game with two minutes left. Like it was such a crazy environment. You know, I've listened back. Dre had a podcast talking about it. Um, it was a great, crazy environment. Suns were going crazy. Obviously, Book was out, but he'll be out today, too. Um, so you get a Warriors team that really has won almost every single game uh, by double digits. You're getting them at six and a half without the Book. They just lost to him. They just probably played sh- – they didn't necessarily play a bad game, but they shot terribly outside of Jordan Poole. So you're getting uh, – I think you're going to get some better shooting regression. You're going to get them at home where they play very, very well. You get them at six and a half. You just lost to them. No D book. And look, I think this Suns team is one of the mentally strongest teams in the league. I mean, they've just reeled off 18 straight. You have to be very, very mentally strong to do that. But I think it's one of those spots where if the Warriors go on a a heavy run in the third and it's 20-something or even 18, like – what is the motivation for the Suns, right? You know, you just beat the Warriors. You're on the road. You've won 18 in a row. Like, you have all those things in your head saying, it's okay. You know, we had a good run. It is okay to lose a game. We've won 18 in a row. We just beat this team. You know, I don't, whereas if, you know, they had lost a couple straight, I think you see a little bit more effort throughout the game. And, again, I'm not here saying they're not going to show up. Um, I just think it's going to be harder – to stop those runs when you have all those things telling you in your mind, hey, it's okay. On top of that, they're missing Devin Booker, who is uh, their best scorer and a guy who is a bailout for them a lot. I just think over the course of 48 minutes, Warriors definitely win by more than six the the vast majority of the time. We will see, though. We will see. Yeah, this is your team. You have them read perfectly. I think the,
1: the casual fan, too, looks at this line and says, it's just way too big of a number. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, it's getting to yeah. seven, seven and a half. It's just way too big, you know, but it's definitely warranted without Devin Booker. And I think the most likely scenario is here is golden state wins. This pretty handily um, and brings the, the Suns, um straight to an end. I think you also could see in this game where, you know, the warriors in the third quarter make a run and they go up like 16, 17, 18 points. And then the, the sons pull Chris Paul, um, and, and let him rest. Jay Crowder yeah. might rest a little bit. I think this is a, a game where you could definitely see something like that happening. But exactly. it's Chris Paul, man. This guy's going to line to the refs all game. He's going to try to flop. He's going to do everything he can to win this game because he's an ultra competitor. But he's a winner. Um, yeah, a winner. I, I, I lean Warriors here.
0: Yep, uh, and I think you see again. You could point to Devin Booker, but you go back to Phoenix. It was a plus three shred Now it's six, right? Like I, I know it, in theory it should be. Minus three. Again, I know Devin Booker's out, but the books are, I think, in my eyes, expecting a Warriors performance here. And I, I'm going to go ahead and, and get on that today. Uh, only thing I've locked, but uh, like we've talked about, I, I've got a lot of leans today. I just kind of – I got to sort through them to make sure I'm, I'm playing what I really love. Let's get to the last game, the Clippers and the Lakers. Uh, interesting line here because, you know, we usually look at home court. There's, there's home court in that the Laker fans are much, you know – louder than clipper fans uh but a lot of home court is you know the travel um and and not being in your home environment which is not something uh that the clippers will have to deal with today so again i struggle i struggle to to even say hey how much is home court worth today it might be worth one point i don't know that's kind of up for um you know everyone to this to decide on their own um Clippers struggling, though, and I think they are somewhat due at a certain point. Again, they've been a really hot and cold team. It's not like win-loss, win-loss. You know, they they reeled off eight or nine straight at a certain point, and then they've lost, you know, four, five out of the last seven, six out of the last eight, including an embarrassing loss to the Kings. I know they didn't have PG, but PG should be back uh it's an LA rivalry I, I I would rather I don't know and I don't think I'm gonna bet this but I'd rather just go ahead and grab the extra points today one team's getting two I think this is close to a toss-up honestly so I'd rather grab two but it's not enough for me to like really want to play it.
1: I hate no Nick Batum still man I, I that's true they, they without yeah. Nick Batum they are just really really struggling and I don't know if it's 100% because Nick, it's not 100% because of Nick Batoon, but he is a huge piece to this team. Um, everyone should be good to go here on the Lakers outside of none and Ariza, who haven't played in a while. Uh, so, Lakers are starting out Dwight Howard in the starting lineup. I think that's going to help a ton outside of DeAndre Jordan. I, DeAndre Jordan has been so bad. I mean, just atrocious. All that being said, you have PG back. This is a game the Clippers are going to be up for. I uh, just. I think I watched this game and I and I just don't have any part in betting it because the Lakers are a shit show, man. There's games where this team, it, it looks really good. And then there's games where this team just comes out and, and just throws up duds against not great teams. And the Clippers at this point are just a, a middle-of-the-road team. I, I hope the Lakers win this game, man. I, know I, you I, do. I just do. <laughs> but I, I don't put my money on the Lakers because it's just inconsistent basketball.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I couldn't. I couldn't really uh, say I disagree. Um, I think you have two teams right now that are honestly struggling with consistency, and I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a coincidence at all that the Clippers have um, really kind of gone downhill since went since Batum went down. I, I really think that's one of those really underrated pieces that uh, the casual NBA fan, NBA fan doesn't uh, kind of take into into account. Um, all right. Let's recap today. I got the Warriors minus six and a half. I would play that, honestly, up to seven and a half, maybe eight. I really do think this is a a game that gets the double digits. But I, I, again, you got Chris Paul, the ultimate, like you said, the ultimate, ultimate competitor on the other side. I lean the Timberwolves plus seven and a half pretty damn hard. Um, And I lean the Pelicans plus six and a half pretty damn hard. I like the Pacers, but I don't think I'm going to get to them. Yeah, Wizards and Cavs at three. I just got a layoff, but um, let, let's hear it from you, bro.
1: Yeah, I, I lean Pacers minus five and a half. I think that's a nice fine number. They should win this game by seven, eight points. Yeah. I lean Minnesota um, plus seven and a half. Uh, I, I lean Orlando plus three. And then I, I lean Warriors whatever you can get. I, I like it's up to seven and a half on, on DraftKings. at that point, I'd probably just let it go. But if you, if you can get it where you got it at, at six and a half, that's just a nice snag. So um, yeah, I, I doubt you can get it at six and a half at this point, but right now I'd lay
0: off now at seven and a half. Yes, sir. All right. Tomorrow it is Saturday. Uh, we don't usually record on Saturday, but because we haven't, you know, been really, we've missed a couple of days. I want to get to it tomorrow. Sarge, I'm going to be hooping from like nine to ten. So we might be get it out a little bit later. There is one game we'll miss, Nuggets and Knicks. I'll tell you guys right now, Nuggets, Knicks, Yoke playing. Give me – I would make it on a neutral court. That is an interesting question. I, I want to get it your opinion too. Think in your mind, Nuggets, Knicks, neutral court for you right now. I think I go – tell me when you got yours.
1: On a neutral court?
0: Yeah, on a neutral court. I got mine. All right, I got mine. On neutral court, where do you Nuggets?
1: Go? I got Nuggets too.
0: Same, bro. No, yeah. I'm not even joking. Nuggets too. So I think tomorrow should open up around uh next minus one, next minus one. Um, and then you can obviously you can go, but you know if it's Knicks plus three value on the Knicks, if it's Nuggets uh you know plus three value on the Nuggets. Um. All right, but that about does it, guys. Good luck. Happy Friday. Have a great weekend. Uh, Like I said, Sarge and I will be back tomorrow, a little bit later, uh, but we'll make sure to get one out for you guys all. Good luck with whatever you play today. And as always, thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Peace.